Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Now, as always, we are here to encourage you to stretch your faith and to also see yourself as God sees you, that you are beautifully and wonderfully made in his image. And so because we are made in the image of God, when um, we look at ourselves, we should see some fruit that looks like God. Um, so we speak things and they, they come to pass. We speak them according to his word and we declare things over our lives and we speak the word of God over our lives and see him sustain us and bless us and heal us and all of those great things. And so we're just people here at She Who Believes who just believe God. We believe God no matter what. So we're um, here today. We're going to do our declaration for those of you who have been with us at any amount of time and even for those who this is your first time we want you to join us on this declaration and so what we declare is simply the word of God we choose to declare uh the, the scripture Luke 1 and 45 this week I'm going to read it from the new international version and what we do is with this scripture where the word she is we insert our very own names again we believe that the word of God is powerful that it is still real for us today and that the Lord delights in blessing us so we make this personal so um I hope you've had enough time to find the scripture and so again this week I'll be reading from the new international version you can read any version you choose um we're not stuck on a particular one week by week my version may change but just choose the one that work that you prefer to read the one that you have a better that may give you a better understanding or maybe even just the one that's available to you here we go blessed is Vivian who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her <laughs> to believe a thing means you're convinced it means that in spite of what it may look like or even past what you feel you still choose to believe God the Lord's just been reminding me lately about a word that he's given to me there's been times where I was like Jesus I don't even want it anymore Lord I didn't even ask you for it but he made a promise to me there's something about when God makes a promise to you and you have his word that he's going to do a particular thing for you that your spirit can't let it go. At least for me, I, I, I've i had regrets in my past of giving things up or quitting or being fooled by the enemy to believe that God wouldn't do it for a girl like me. But I promise you, God has answered so many prayers. I have history with him. And so when I have moments, even with this particular, a particular promise that God made me years ago, um, again, didn't even ask him for it. But today I say yes to him. Today, I will say yes to him. And tomorrow, I'll say yes to him. No matter what trials may come, what man or woman may come and speak against a thing or say a thing, I I have the word of God. And because I have that word, I can rest in it. I can stand on it. I can wait expectantly for it. I can prepare according to that word because I just believe God like that. So anyways, that's pretty much what uh, She Who Believes This Podcast is all about. It is about declaring the word of God, declaring it to be true, and just sharing that faith with the world. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. But the beautiful thing about it is that he's given every man, woman, human being a measure of faith. So we just want to encourage you to exercise your measure of faith. Now, before we go any further, I'm going to ask you to listen to a message from one of our sponsors, and we will be right back with you.
your car the eyesore in the parking lot? Do you park your car in the garage so no one knows that you live there? Or is the water in your pool green? If any of these things are you, don't worry, our team will get you sparkly clean. Give us a call for your mobile detailing, pressure washing, and full service pool care needs at 727-678-6478 and we'll make your life sparkly clean. coming back with us we're here again at she who believes the podcast again i am vivian bell your host and i am indeed she who believes indeed is a certainty um, i love that in the scripture god will that word has been used um especially in the prayer of jabez i love that prayer um the reason why i love that prayer is because jabez was given the name that meant pain so in bible times and i even believe it to still be true now again my personal belief that names have a meaning that they mean something so um for instance i named my daughter sierra c-i-e-r-a which stands for princess and then i also because i wanted her to know that she is royalty that she is the daughter of god that she is great and blessed and mighty and then my second born Christopher I named him that it stands for Christ bearer and God has a call on his life and I know this and so I think that names are important they mean something but the beautiful thing about it is is that so in the prayer of Jabez Jabez before it gets to talk about his prayer it talks about Jabez's name and what it means and all of those things the the beauty in this story though even though I believe that names are important in spite of what Jabez's mother names him, because he knew the God of Israel, he, he still asked the Lord to bless him. His name meant he shouldn't receive any blessings. He was just someone who caused pain and it, it was a negative connotation. And so I want to bless someone today who's had nothing but negative connotation spoken over them, who's even spoken negative things to themselves because there is a pattern of self-disdaining thoughts in their mindset. Lord, we come against that now in Jesus' name. But I want to let you know that in spite of what's been spoken over you, what has been tossed around between your two ears, what the enemy may have spoken to your spirit in the first person, that there is still a God who indeed would like to bless you, wants to bless you, ask him, believe him. So it says that Jabez called on the God of Israel and he said unto him, Lord, bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. I pray that your hand will be with me and that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. But the favorite part that blesses me, it says, and God granted him his request. Ha <laughs> So blessed, so blessed we are by our God. Today's title of today's podcast is Do Over. Well, now I remember when I was a young child, we would play a game, certain games outside, and we always had someone who would shout, Do Over. This usually meant that the, the person who just took their turn wasn't really happy about how it turned out. And so they would shout, Do Over. God has um, said that he he is doing a new thing. In Isaiah 43 and 19, New English Standard Version reads, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. 
Do you not perceive it? (laughs) I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So I need to say something right here. Thank you, Lord. Um, When it says, do you not perceive it? So often that's a negative connotation on that. Like, oh, God's saying you're missing the boat. You didn't see this. But he's bringing it to that person's attention. He's bringing it to our attention. He says, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Do, Do you see it? Tell me you see it. So God is doing a new thing. He is the God of do-overs. And that's the word I have for you today. For some of us, several things uh, come to mind when we think about do-overs. I know that um, there are many of us who are probably thinking right now, like, God, I really wish that you would give me a do-over in this particular thing, in my marriage, in my relationship, in ministry, in business. Lord, give me a do-over. I want you to know today that our God specializes in do-overs and second chances. You see, our old friend Saul, he can testify to this. Before his name was changed to Paul, he was put he put people in jail and even murdered Christians. After his experience with Jesus, however, he became a disciple of Christ, the very same Christ whose people who fought the, for the people who followed Christ, he crucified, he he um he murdered, he persecuted them is the word I was looking for. He persecuted them. But then now he became a person who spread it, who spread the gospel about Jesus and his saving grace. And he led many sinners to salvation. I can't think of any greater example of a full transformation than that. I need you to understand no matter what it is that you need to be transformed from today, that we still serve that same God, that same Jesus who can change your name. Now you may not go to the, um, I was going to say the DMV, but, um, to uh the department where you get your birth certificates i should know it i've gone there several times sent people there can't think of it right now but you may not go to actually have your actual physical name changed but that doesn't matter because if you allow him to change your name in the spirit then well that's all that matters and to god when he saw you because he sees the end at the beginning he already knew that you would become that person who needed the second chance but he also knew what would come from you when he gave you the second chance so don't be uh, burdened down in your spirit or feel some sort of way because you need god to give you a second chance no better person to wipe your slate clean than god because he's in control of everything he has promised that he, our sins he will forgive us and our sins will be as far from us as the east is from the west the east and west points never meet they go in opposite directions continuously so if you're in the east and your sins are going headed to the west and they, they stay headed west they're as far from you as they could ever be lord we bless you for that Now, perhaps again, like Paul, your need for transformation is spiritual, or maybe there's a disease you need to be healed from. Whatever it is, God is the answer. Yes, whatever it is, God is the answer. It's funny because um, as I say that I um, recently I've had to just minister to my son. And my answer has always been Jesus to him. And sometimes he gets frustrated because I think he feels like, mom, you're all, everything's Jesus. Everything is, mom, you're not listening to me. You don't hear me. And I say to him, son, I hear you. And everything is Jesus. So um, I had to tell him recently of a story, and I may have shared this with you guys before, about um, I was in high school. And I think I was about 16 because I was, it was the beginning part of my senior year and I turned 17 midway my senior year. And so I was taking an accounting course, loved it, fell in love with accounting. That's why I do that to this day, that and, and counseling. But um, so anyway, I learned to do my own taxes. And for those of you who know, if you're younger, even if your parents claim you, you can file taxes based on what you earned for that year. 
and you get back what you paid in. Anyway, long story short, I had done my first taxes. I think I was getting 180 plus odd dollars back. And so to a 16 year old in high school who was actually working at the time full time to help my mom out, um, my sister and I, since my, our dad had had some health issues. And so that $180 were, was gonna come in handy. And I would come in the house every day and I'd say to my dad, hey, big boy, I called him that. Don't ask me why I went through phases of calling my dad different names and he just never took my life for it. And I thank him for that. Um, but I said, big boy, have you seen my check? Like my check is, I, I, I filed it. They said this many weeks. It's, it's been a minute where, you know, where's my check? Have you seen it in the mail? And my father would say, well, when was the last time you read your Bible? like dude I don't know let's not have this Jesus conversation right now of course I didn't say it in those words but again I can relate to my son just saying hey listen dad this Jesus has nothing to do with this check coming from Uncle Sam or so I thought um so weeks and weeks and weeks went by and my dad's answer every single day was when was the last time you read your bible well about three weeks in we're at church on a Sunday morning and what falls out of my Bible, the same one I've been carrying for weeks on end was this uh, golden rod envelope <laughs> that said United States Treasury on the front. I believe that's what it said. And um, in it was my income tax return. I had not had not picked up my Bible. My daddy was well aware of that for weeks on end because, well, I kept asking him for a check that was already there. Oh, God, thank you. We keep asking God, Lord, I thank you. Transform our minds, Lord God, to see that the things you promised us are already there, that they already exist, that they are already ours. But above that, even when we, we feel like we've blown it, that you'll give us a do-over, that you at times will give us an opportunity to do a thing again, Lord God, to open another door. And maybe we might have to wait five years or 10 years or five minutes, whatever it is. Um, what you, you, you know how long we would have to wait to do it again. And maybe it's instant. It'll be a, a, a suddenly type of thing. But Lord, help us to always remember that you are indeed a God of do-overs and there's nothing we cannot ask you to do in Jesus name. Oh, we bless you, God. So again, as I stated, perhaps you were like Paul or like me or my son or others. Um, You are in need of transformation in your spirit. Again, it may be that you need healing. But again, God is always the answer. Always the answer. And don't be moved when people are angry with you because all you give them is Jesus. I remember having another relative. She would call me and she would ask my opinion about something or she would ask for me to give her some guidance and I always took it back to the word of God and not because I'm a bible thumper and I want people to think I'm this great Christian no it's because that's all I have I've got nothing else I finally said to her I don't know what you want from me if you don't want Jesus why why would you call me I've got nothing else Jesus is my everything he's the answer to everything But I want to tell you, don't get frustrated if family members or friends don't understand you. Be patient with them. Keep sharing Jesus with them in a way that is loving, not a way that will make them feel condemned, but in a way that is loving because this very same relative in this past year on Mother's Day had to encourage me. She said, you taught me this. I am who I am in this area because you gave me this, because you shared this with me, because I shared Jesus with her. 
someone some someone may have just thought to themselves that sounds real easy or hey listen I don't need to be healed I don't need my mind to be transformed transformed I have been asking God for thus and so whatever it is fill in the blank and you're angry ticked off frustrated because you're still waiting my question for you now is do you still believe are you still in a place of believing God I know that believing God is not always easy. It wasn't for Ruth or any of the other pioneers of faith. But the rewards were far greater than anything they could have ever imagined. Now, I know that my question about whether or not you still believe God is not a dig at you. It's not a judgment. It's something I had to learn. It's self-reflective. When we are in a place where we are feeling discouraged, beaten up, downtrodden, it's usually because we've taken our eyes off God. Maybe intentionally, maybe not intentionally. Maybe just the woes of life and the continued back-to-back blows or every single time I open my heart to truly believe God for this dream, for this promise, for this miracle, something falls short. Something doesn't seem to click and come together. I still want to encourage you to trust God because to see the thing that I know about God is that he cannot lie. It is impossible for him to lie. What I know is that I've got history with God and I've prayed a thing. He's answered and told me this is how this particular thing will go down. He's even at times because he knows me and knew where I was and just knows my heart. There have been particular times where God has given me day of the week, time, word for word what would be said either in a message or be it in a a phone call a text message an email he prepared me for and he said this is how this is gonna go but don't be moved by it this is supposed to happen this person's supposed to leave this is supposed to take place you're supposed to have this this um this space in here that um you are supposed to have to walk away from a particular thing But recently God said to me, he said it had to end for it to be exactly what I said it would be. And at first, it took a minute for the exactly to settle in my spirit. He was reminding me that he knows exactly what he's doing. And he's going to fulfill his his promise to me exactly how he said he'd do it. All he needs for me is the yes and amen. All he needs for me is the amen to his yes, to be obedient, to trust him. And wait with expectation in my heart. Whatever it is that you need to do over at. Whether it's parenthood. Marriage. Whatever it is. Trust God. Believe him. And then be bold enough to ask him for a do over. Lord I messed this up. Lord I blew this up royally. But you said this was mine. And so I'm asking you. To give me another shot. I'm asking you to go and heal hearts from where they may have been broken. I'm asking you to restore faith and trust. I'm asking you to to just give me another chance to open that door again. Sometimes we don't realize that we've stopped believing. And that is why we may not be experiencing peace in the midst of a trial. Now, that doesn't mean that's why trials come. Because trials will come. Well... We, we're often led to believe that trials come because we've done something so horrible. But I'm here to tell you that trials come because we trust God. Because God can trust us. So don't be moved by your trials. Just keep trusting God and ask God for a do-over. Even if you feel like what you're going through is a, a consequence for something you did, you can still ask God for a do-over. He may not do it in the way that you asked. So don't box him in. 
Because the fact that you asked for that you repented, that you came and asked him boldly for a do-over, he may just be getting ready to blow your mind in a way that you never even could begin to imagine. And so you definitely couldn't ask for it because you hadn't imagined it. Continue to trust God. Let's evaluate, regroup, and get back on course if we've gotten off course. Believe God for everything that he has promised to you. I want you to know that I'll be praying for you throughout this week. That God will um, just free you. And what I mean by that, I shouldn't say that God will free you. Because if you're a child of God, you're already free in him. For the word says, whom the son sets free is free indeed. My prayer is that you'll receive that freedom. That you'll own it. That you'll walk in it. That you'll come before his throne boldly knowing that his grace is more than sufficient for you and that our father delights in blessing you well until next week do know that i will be praying for you if you ever have any questions you have any comments you want a question answered on the air you can go to the website of our podcast anchor.fm forward slash vivian bell and there you can click to record a message and we, we will air your question we may air your question on the air and give you an answer to it you can also email us at vivian at vivianbell.com it's my first name at vivianbell.com my first and last name and we'll respond to you thank you again for just supporting and listening to this podcast we give god all glory for it and we want to encourage you to stretch your faith and to remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of our great and mighty God.